Okay, gang, Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, we introduce one of those cosmic conundrums that illustrates how upside down deep wisdom can be at times. Now, I know you're probably saying, what does he mean by that? Well, I'll tell you what, stick around because we're going to flesh it out. Don't worry. (laughs) But as always, our conversation will be roguish and we'll weave in our core values of seeking wisdom, applying the wise. And as always, we're going to share a mystic Mac nugget. So here we go. Rogers, it's strap in time. So Stu, my brother, how you doing, brother? Hey, Mac. Great to see you once again. Namaste to all of you beautiful exotic cocktails out there. We love you. And check this out, Mac. I love this. Every It seems like every single week I get to do this, and I'm thrilled when I get to do it. Two more countries are listening in to the wise guys. Sweden and Kenya. Oh, man. There I we love go. it. There it is. It's just out there, right? It's out there in the space. So we're we're so privileged and pleased that whatever it is we're talking about here matters to some of you. And that's so cool. We, we appreciate that a lot. So good stuff. Thanks for sharing that, Stu. It's good stuff, man. Oh, yeah. So in keeping with that, we we're, you know, we get comments and we love comments. So I'm, we want to read, we want to take an opportunity every week to share one or two, if, if we can, one of those comments, just because it, it encourages us and we hope it encourages you. So this is one that came in on our Facebook from a listener in Kenya. So here's what mm. this person said. Awesome. Hey, she said, hey, I'm impressed. Just listened to the podcast and I felt like you were talking to me, especially the issue about letting go of things that don't add value to my life. Thank you. Wow. You guys are doing a great job. You inspire people and give people hope. That's just a great wow. encouragement, isn't it? Huh? Wow. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. So there it is. And it's the whole ripple effect thing too. So who knows how her life is going to be changed and how she'll be able to have us sort of pay it forward through her. So those are great encouragement. You know what's amazing, Mac? And, and, and I only say this because- Many people don't see this, what I'm about to say, but people are people no matter where you go, right? Experiencing life in similar ways, right? We may live in different countries. We may look different. We may talk different. We may not even speak the same language, but you know what? We're all living just amazing lives that are similar. We're experiencing similar things, right? I mean, I just love that. I love that. It's the human condition. For yeah, sure, and and so we need to you know, we need to just break embrace that. I think it's so it's so interesting, isn't it? Yes. So, Rogers, I'd like to encourage you to comment on Facebook, our Facebook page, please. We love hearing from you. We really do, and we do truly interact with you when you write us messages. <laughs> and it is Mac and Stu interacting. <laughs> it isn't anybody else. Yes. So we want to hear is. from you. Email us. We have, we both have email addresses. It'll be in the show notes. And if you go to our website, you can sign up to get special messages from Mac and Stu. Those are always fun, but you also get to know when the new episode comes out. 
So um, we want to hear more of these stories. So please um, contact us. Yes, yes, please do. We love to hear your story. No doubt about it. So here we are, and that's it's time now to well, let's just kind of talk a little bit about some of our manifesto points that you are going to see woven in through what we're going to talk about tonight, our conundrum. First one, maybe you're going to hear is a life spiritualized is a life simplified. And of course, our theme tonight has to do with simplifying. So that fits right in. Second one is wise measures effectiveness against faithfulness. We really haven't talked about that one a lot in any of our previous episodes, but effectiveness, how effective is your life and what you do? And let's measure that if you, we measure whatever we do against how faithful are you being to yourself or to your tribe or to what, whatever your beliefs, whatever it might be. So just look for those. They're good. They're in there. Wow. Those are great. Those are great, Mac. There's, there's a few others too that we're going to cover today. Wise, W-I-Z-E, if you're following the manifesto, uncovers your adventures and missing the point. We love this one. <laughs> we we yeah. quote that one all the time. It's one of our Wise, favorites. with the Z again, gets used to different. Boy, we say that a lot. Get used to different. And we love it. I mean, we embrace it. Embrace the, the you know, getting used to different. Mm-hmm. And because if you change your mind, you change your life. <laughs> that's pretty much it. And we can drop the mic almost at that point. <laughs> that's so critical to what we talk about, that it does require a shift. You know, the cosmic shift, whatever we want to call it, yeah, to do different. And that's what tonight's about. It's about pondering the possibilities of tweaking some things that you're doing. And we're going to challenge you on that. And not all of these things by any means will you even agree with. Maybe even if you agree with, your first reaction to some of these things might be, well, I can't do that. <laughs> right. Hmm. But, but here's our challenge to you. Y- yes, you can. You just don't want to. Now, that's okay. We're not saying that not wanting to is is doesn't work is not what you should do. That that's not our point. But our point is this that you're going to make a choice. All of these things be, may, are a choice on your part to either adopt or not or maybe you already are doing some of them, which is fantastic. We think they're that would be that's great. I I'm sure they make a difference in your life right now. But just understand one thing. You will do what you want to do. So there it is. Own it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. We're all right with that, but just own it and say, I don't want to, not I can't. There's the challenge. We're going to put it out there right there. <laughs> right. Be intentional with your decisions, right? That's It's exactly right. So here's the question, Rogers. Here's what we're going to pose to you as we, tell, as we go through some of these ideas. If, if you live deliberately, if you choose to live deliberately with less, and we're going to talk about what that means, will that help you do it just a little bit better? Mac, we say yes. I say yes. You say yes. We say yes. We do. And I ask the Rogers, just say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just say yes. 
we truly us. believe it. If you if you deliver deliberately with less, what kind of less? That's what we're going to talk about. Right. What, what does that mean? It's going to mean something a little bit different for each one of you, as it does for Stu and I. But in the collective, those are the, I'm going to use an analogy here. Those are the budget line items. You may want to tweak one of yours where somebody else or Stu or I might adjust one of ours, but we're really looking for the bottom line result. And that's the key to all of this. What's your bottom line look like? How is it going to be affected as you adjust your life by whatever some of these suggestions that we might make about simplifying it? looks like. So mm. that's the question. Mm. There we are. Right. So how are we going to do that? We're going to share this list with you. There's 12 items on here and this is part one. There's too many on this list and we think this is such an important topic, if we can use that, that we're going to share six of, we're going to take half the list tonight. We're going to take half the list on this episode and flesh these points out. And then part two will be next week where we'll pick back up and finish up with the other six. So we're going to tease you a little bit with the list. We're going to read it, but know that we're just going to cover the first six this week and you'll have to just stay tuned for the other six next week. So Mac, I'm going to start with the six that we're going to discuss in this episode how to live a more simple life. So here's the six we're going to go over today. Declutter, number one. Avoid the noise. Keep only beautiful and useful things. I can't wait to talk about that. That's fun. <laughs> Let go of what you are used to. Mm, that'll get you thinking. Get used to different. There it is. Yep. Take a nap on Sundays. <laughs> we'll dig into that. <laughs> I'll give you a little teaser. It doesn't have to just be Sunday. <laughs> and number right. And number six, practice gratitude. Those are the ones we're going to cover today. So there you go. So there's our there's our six for for this episode. And we're going to tease you now, I'll tease you with the, the last six for next week. And here they are. Stop rushing. Yes. Prepare simple home-cooked meals. Appreciate nature. And we kind of tweak you on that a lot because Stu and I are on the trails a lot. We'll share that part of, with you yep. a lot. Celebrate Happy moments. Mm. Spiritualize mm. life. That's another one of our manifestos. We've talked about that a little bit. And then lastly, focus on fulfillment, not money. So there you have it. There, there's the dangle. There's the dongle or dangle or whatever for next week that we're going to tease you on. So we hope you'll tune in to the next episode for us to finish out this topic. Well, Mac, I just wanted to let you know, I am strapped in right now. I got my four point harness on and I'm ready to go. Let's do this. <laughs> that's, probably a, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Cause some of this stuff, uh, it, this is interesting as, as we read. And so here's, here's just a rhetorical question for all you rogers. As we read that list, how were you reacting to each one of those as we said them? 
Interesting. Right? That's, just just take a gut check there. Take a check on yourself. Were you you know, pushing it away? Oh, I can't do that. Oh, sorry. No, that's just not possible right. for me. Oh, I already do that. And man, it's made a difference. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that doesn't apply to me. What, whatever your thought on it was, we're going to ask you just for a moment to put that bias, whatever that bias was, to the side just for a second and to be open-minded enough to consider some of the things that we might be talking about because just maybe, just maybe, they might make a difference. So there you, there you have our, our premise. So that's what we're going to, that's where we're going to jump off from. So the first one is, as Stu mentioned, declutter. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing I'm, no, I'm not. I'm positive. I'm, I'm with absolute certainty. <laughs> I can say that I'm sure every single one of us has clutter in our life oh, yeah. to some degree. Right. right? So oh, I know I do. That? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. so do I. Of course we do. But what what are we going to talk about there when you when we first say those words declutter? What are some of the things that come to your mind automatically? Oh, for I mean, for sure, it's that closet that you open and things fall out of, right? The drawer, <laughs> the drawer. Everybody has that one drawer, maybe more, <laughs> right? Yep. The garage. Can you even park your car in the garage? <laughs> right. <laughs> so certainly, when it comes to spaces. In your space, whether it's your apartment, whether it's your uh, home, whether it's your townhouse, whatever, whatever it might be, you have, we all do have clutter in our space. And so even just, just a tiny little deal, understand, here, here's why this is important. You might have a messy closet. And in the big picture scheme of things. Do you really think that makes all that much of a difference in your, in, in your life in general? Well, here's what we're going to say to that. It's more than zero. Because what that does, that, that chaos as you open the closet door or doors, the bike, whatever it might be, when you see that and when you experience that, it goes in visually. And it, it, it plants a seed in your brain, whether it's in your subconscious or not, of chaos, of clutter of unorganization. Maybe it's the first thing in the morning because you're going to put your clothes on and you're going to go in your closet. So we're just using this as a one example for to, to, to make the point that all of these things are small. They might seem insignificant. Some of them are big, but some of these little things, rearrange the kitchen, the junk drawer, the garage, the basement, the, whatever, your office space, your desk, it, it doesn't matter. But when you start to take a handle on your stuff inside your space and begin to bring order to it, then what happens in the bigger sense? Your life, your life brings more order in those incremental ways. It matters. These two, I think, are probably, so your space and your stuff, I think, are probably what came to people's minds, right? Mm -hmm. These next ones you're about to go over, to me, are much more important than those first two. Not saying those first two aren't important because they do factor in, but what you're about to go over, I, I only bring this up to say, pay attention right now, Rogers, because the next part is important. Go ahead. Well, I, I do think you said strapping in, Stu. You, you said yeah, that well, here we go. started. Right? So let's hope you're here strapped in, Rogers. Here's, here's the next one. Your mind. 
<laughs> Do you ever think about how cluttered your mind is and how it can use a decluttering? Now, you might say to me, might say to us, well, how do I do that? Or what, what does that mean? And that's a great question. That is. You know? That is. So th here's the thing. If your mind is cluttered, it means there's a whole lot of stuff banging around up there that just gets in the way of the stuff that's more important and the stuff that's important that should be more important. And so what you have to do, you have to own it. You have to say... Where do I get, what is it that's bouncing around up there? And it might be your job and it might be responsibilities and it might be the kids and it might be your partner. And it, it, all of those things are certainly bouncing around up there. But the degree to which you add to all of that clutter is what we're talking about here. Here's an insight, Mac, that I just had in relate, relation to your mind being cluttered. To me and for me, my mind isn't cluttered with present moment thoughts. It's cluttered with past thoughts or future thinking that things that have not happened yet, but is on my mind. If I could stay in the present moment, I think that would help me to declutter my mind. What a great, that is such a great point. Did you guys hear that? That is such a great point. To be present will take away much of that mind clutter. And some of these other, you know, many of these things, these points that we're going to talk about go together. So we're going to get to some of this other stuff, but we'll I'll tease you a little bit right here. And that's what is your practice of mindfulness? And what I mean by that is what as your practice of helping your mind just slow down your mind to go to a place where you're not thinking about anything. How often does that happen? How, when's the last time you put your phone on airplane mode? <laughs> when you were on an airplane, yeah, maybe uh, probably <laughs> well, How about when you're not think, think about that. When's the last time you turned off all the pings and the pongs and all the notices, certifications and all of that stuff. So these are just little things we're just going to stick in here. But those are the things that help clutter your mind. So if that wasn't enough for you, let's go to point the next point on this one. How about decluttering your relationships? Hmm, whoa. What do you mean by that? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> how, how many people do you let in that, that clutter your life. I'm not talking about your children and your people closest to you and your intimates, those kinds of things. Those are important people in your life. We all have them. And maybe they do create a little chaos and maybe they do create some, some issues and stuff. I, we all get that. We all have that. Who's not have a family that's somewhat dysfunctional, but who are those folks? And here's what I'm going to say. It's not just the people in your life. It can be the people on TV. It can be the people that you listen to. It can be the people that you read. It doesn't have to necessarily, I mean, it's, it's interesting to think of the concept that when you read a book, you automatically have a relationship with that author. You that just, is so true. You, you I, just, I, I, you, I feel this way. You, yes, you, you just do. It's there. Whether it, or it's a movie, you might have relationships, quote, 
as you bond with the story and with the characters in the story, whatever, it's all across the spectrum, but you have a choice of what it is that you're watching, listening to, reading, and the people that you're associating with and you're interacting with and you see and you you know have in your life. And all we're saying is step back and are there any of them in the category that could be considered clutter? That truly you just need to say, I'm just taking that one to goodwill. <laughs> okay. I can't, that, that relationship just doesn't serve me anymore. And that's a whole nother topic. And we get it. We're just uh, playing. I love that seed. analogy. I'm going to use that from now on. If I have to get something out of my mind, I'm just, it's cluttering my mind. I'm going to take it to goodwill. I love that. <laughs> just, just take I don't know it if they'll appreciate it or not, but I'm going to take it there. There it is. <laughs> All right, so lastly, under this declutter, I know we've, we've camped out a little bit on this one, but it's so important. It really is. Here's the last one. Your commitments. Yep. How much of your life is, is cluttered by your commitments? The things that you can choose to do. The things, yes, you have to go to work every morning if that's your situation. Or yes, you got to get the kids off to school or you know, feed them or make dinner. Or, I don't know. We'll, we'll go to whatever it might be. But, but there's always amount of stuff in your life that you choose now to commit to. And all we're asking is, we're not judging that. We're just asking you to step back from that and say how complicated is your life and what, how much do your commitments prevent you from simplifying and, in turn, being able to do life a little bit better. But this whole idea behind just going Mach 6 with your hair on fire all the time typically comes for most people from being overcommitted. This is the proverbial spreading yourself too thin. Yes. Uh, yes. And we get on that treadmill and sometimes it's a drastic wake up call from a partner, a spouse, a job, health, whatever that, that range you in on that. But why go into crisis mode over it? Why does it need to come to a crisis mode? Why can't you be proactive ahead of the game and, and, and analyze your daytimer? Quote, that's an old term, I know. All right, That ages me a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. But take a look at your schedule and the things that you are committed to and that you have maybe, maybe overcommitted to. So that's declutter. If you're just one quick comment, Mac, mm -hmm. um, if you're the kind of person that, uh, can't or will not, or just don't say no, you might find yourself having clutter in this area, in the commitment area. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's not negative. You know, if you're that type of person, you want to help people out. Um, but you could see clutter there and maybe there's a way to, to still do everything you want to do to help people out without as much clutter. So you can spend more quality time with the commitments that you, you are engaged in, right? Sure. Absolutely. Again, this is, this is very nuanced. We understand that everybody's situation is unique. Your, your, your exotic cocktails, as Stu said in the very beginning. So we have to just figure it out for ourselves without a doubt. All right. Number two on the list was avoid the noise. And this is a big one. This is up in the field right now, big time with all the social media and you know all of the stuff that's been being talked about and continues to be talked about when it comes to the inputs that we have constantly that just do nothing but exponentially increase as we expose ourselves to it. 
So how do you avoid the noise? What, what kind of noise are we talking about? Well, of course, big parts of noise it has to do with your social media and your phone and the notifications and text messages and phone calls, but also things like just the inputs, the news the, that, you, that you might take in every day if that happens to be your thing. Where is it all coming from and how much of it is relevant and pertinent and stuff that you need to know and that you want to know and that's interesting to you and how much of it just literally is noise that just creates even more clutter in your brain? This is so prevalent in this day and age with all ages. It's not just young folks that that are experiencing this, especially with social media. It's everybody. Well, this is so true. So there's a lot being said about this. We're just bringing it up to say it's a valid point once again. Think about it. Point number three. This is a great one. I I love the way this is worded, and I just sink into this because I have a little story on this one. Keep only beautiful or useful things. Mm -hmm. How much does that hit home with every single one of us? How much stuff do we have in the closet, in the basement? Again, this ties into decluttering. But what's the grid that you might use? What's the the analysis you use to say, okay, I know that there's too much stuff in my closet. I know that there's too much stuff in my kitchen. I know there's too much stuff in my basement or my garage. So where do I start? What is it that goes into the pile to go to Goodwill? (laughs) What is it that stays in the space? And what we want to suggest is to to adopt an attitude that says a little bit more of a minimalistic mindset. Do I really need that? And does it add beauty and value to my life? It's that thing, if you haven't touched it in two years, then you need to get rid of it kind of mindset. However you want to apply it, it's, it's, it's easy to do conceptually, but sometimes it's hard to part with some of that stuff. And so here's a little bit of my story. And I told this a little bit in the latest muse that I just did, but I I moved out I got, uh, in my divorce and I moved into an apartment and, and I downsized big time moving into an apartment. And that was a huge declutter, if you will, for me. And that was fine in those days. We were raising a family and, and whatever that might've been, but the, the, the drastic change that I faced moving into the apartment was a great exercise for me to declutter and to decide what am I going to keep and what adds value to me. And I'm faced with that same decision once again, not because I have to, but because I want to. And I'm moving again and I'm moving into a space that's fully furnished. It was a Airbnb that these folks had. And so it was decked out to the nines. And I don't really... I don't need all my stuff. I can't. I mean, I can't even take it into that space. So I have two choices. I can take every single bit of this stuff and I can move it into a storage facility for the for the future at some point. That's a choice I can make. Or I can say, what is it that I just need to go ahead and get rid of right now and run it through that very same grid that maybe I've even accumulated, even since the downsizing, some stuff that I really don't need that just adds clutter, that just adds more, quote, chaos to my life. And I'm being real serious about that. I'm not sure, but I've already started to liquidate, if you will, some of my stuff, and we'll just see how far I take that (laughs) and how big the storage space ends up being. But I'm pretty excited about that whole deal. 
I'm looking forward to it. It's just another purging time for me. So that's what's going on with me right now, but I'm taking that one to heart. <laughs> so you know what, Mac? I, I, I'll bet there are some people out there that have a little a fear around this, about letting go of these things, right? And it, some of the letting go may have to do with memories, right? I have a memory from the, it could be a t-shirt. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have some pretty old t-shirts that have memories for me that I have a hard time letting go, even though they have holes in them and and such. So one thing I, I just want to share that I learned about this is when I have a box to go through that's filled with memories and I want to purge it, I, especially in this day and age, I can either video, take pictures, I can document, write, I could just kind of preserve the memory in a different format. So if I ever want to go back to it, I can, and I can, cause it's not, they're, they're, the memory in there is kind of esoteric. It's not the the item. The item reminds me, but the memory is in my head. So what's going to trigger the memory to come back? So that's what I look to do when I'm purging these things out. Oh, and, and it takes the awesome. fear away. That's, right. You know what I mean? Awesome. That's awesome. And I, and I can tell you for sure that I had many of those same thoughts when I transitioned out of the big house. And I'm just going to say this, and everybody's different. I understand that. But those things that I fit in those that category, Stu, today, I don't miss them one bit. I, I really don't. I, it's not like I pine and I say to myself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I threw that away or I gave that away. I have not fought that one time <laughs> over anything. So uh, your, your point is so well taken that we're probably hanging on to stuff that it, it really, in the long term, you can either preserve it in another way or getting rid of it isn't really as big a deal as you think it is. So right. it's just a challenge there. All right. So number I have four. a story for oh. this next point. Yeah, the number, number four. four. I know you do. This, you got a great story for that. Right. So let uh, – and the, uh, the way to simplify your life with number four is to let go of what you're used to. So I'm, I'm going to explain this one by telling a story. So a while, it's about a decade ago now. Um, my family and I, so myself, my, my wife and my daughter, we all decided to purge everything that we owned, big house, lots of furniture, lots of stuff, and to move to Costa Rica for one year. We committed to one year to be there. Now, everyone's probably saying, well, why would you do that? <laughs> this all came from a book called The Blue Zones. And in this book, it discusses people that are centenarians, people that live over 100 years old. How do these people think? What do they eat? What do they do? What is their life like? Where do they live? So there ended up being four places in the world that was the highest population of centenarians. One of them was on the Nicoya Peninsula in um, Costa Rica the Guanacaste province. So I said, Hey, let's, I own a software company that is where I can, all I need is an internet and a laptop and I'm good to go. So I made sure that, that that was available. It was, and we, I just up and moved my family to Costa Rica. And when I say I sold everything, I had my whole family at my house helping me to purge all everything and just get rid of it. So we literally went there with nothing but our clothing and such. And the 
experiences that we had over that year really encompass about half of these points about simplifying your life. <laughs> I mean, they really do. They're, I mean, decluttering, of course. I mean, I can go down the list of, it was just an amazing experience. And, and as far as this particular point is concerned, letting go of what you're used to, living in, for someone that, grew, that had never lived anywhere but the United States as an adult, that was an amazing experience to have. And to live a, Mac, let me tell you, a simplified life. I mean, it was the most simple type of life you can imagine. So much so that when I had friends come visit and they would see the people I had met and got to know and had relationships with that lived in town and they would go to their homes and they would see where they lived and what they did. They would say, wow, Stu, I feel so sorry for those people. I was like, why do you feel sorry for them? They're like, well, look at how they're living. Like they're you know, they have like concrete floors and a little house and, and I'm like, well, the ocean's right there. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and then, then yeah. I said, I said, here's something you're missing. Every yeah. one of those people what is super happy. If you were to say to them, can I give you something? They would say, I don't need anything. I am good. I, I'm happy. And that was, and they were just living simple. I'm not going to say simple, simplified lives there. Yes. And they had what they needed. What was more important to them was experiences and relationships. So I had to get let go of what I was used to experiencing. I mean, like I said, I, Mac, I came from a huge house, mm -hmm. lots of stuff, right. all kinds of musical equipment in the basement. I mean, I was, and I got rid of all that <laughs> to go live in like a little house, you know, with a view of the ocean, walk to the beach. I mean, it was, it was an amazing thing. Yeah, so. that's. I mean, that's that's such a beautiful story, and I, I mean, I've heard it from you, and I, 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 it's just amazing. It truly is. And, and gang, if some of you get that calling, give it a shot. And there's all kinds of ways in between, right? You don't necessarily need to move to Costa Rica, but there's lots of ways that you can go about this. Uh, and I, I almost had a little Mystic Mac nugget that I'll just share in this point, and I'll just throw it out there. And it says, "Proclaim what's acceptable." to be unacceptable. Whatever is mm. acceptable today, just say it's not acceptable anymore and see what happens. But you better strap in when you start that attitude. Look what happened yes. to Stu. So true. So true. Changed <laughs> so, my life. Yes. Yeah, right. Changed my life. And even though he's and back, he has that whole filter to run it through, which is just invaluable for him. All right, moving on. Uh, so number five, and you might have chuckled at this one when, when we mentioned it. Number five, as Stu said, take naps on Sundays. Take and naps on one. Sundays. You ever take a nap on a Sunday? When's the last time <laughs> I you have took done a nap? that? Yeah. Uh, not sure about that, but I have done a nap on Sunday. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it was intentional. I think I might have been watching <laughs> golf or something. Out or like something. That. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the bigger question in all of this, of course, is what does your exhale time look like? And let's pray that it's more than zero. What is your let your hair down time look like? What's your, is it meditation? Is it mindfulness? Are you, are you able and do you turn work off? Whatever that is, emails and texts and stuff that can pull on you. Do you ever just do nothing? Just be. 
How does that, how about that one for most of us? That's a that's a challenge and a struggle. But it's that it's that time that you just so desperately need to recharge. I went to the Purple Cave yesterday. We've talked about that in 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 some of our episodes, certainly in one of my muses. So it's that downtime. It's that time where you just consciously and deliberately say nothing, whatever that might mean for you. And man, it do make a difference. I'm just yes, you. it does. Um, yeah, it recharges your your soul, recharges your spirit, your energy. Everything. It really, oh. it it's really, and it's really needed. And if you're not getting it, then it's hard to feel like you're living a more simplified life because everything is more complex with all that happening. It just, yeah, it's the nature the line, of it. You just got, you got to turn it off. You've just got to turn it off or it never gets any better. And it just keeps adding to the, whatever has been coming into that point. So we can't encourage you enough. There's tons of ways to go about this and we can't get in. We're not going to get into them here, but we're going to challenge you in that. If that's not you, then all we're saying is we think life's going to be better if you'll do a discipline, if you'll put something structure in to where you take a nap on a Sunday, whatever that means for you. So we can encourage you. We'd love to hear the stories. We'd love to hear it. Tell us about it if you do it. Right. Yeah, uh, just try it. Yes. Just try it. Just try. And lastly, uh, to, for this week, number six was practice gratitude. So Mac, I got to tell you, so I, when I saw this one, I got I, I knew I was going to tell you that I, I think you know this, um, but I want to share it with all the rogers out there. So in the morning when I wake up, um, I, so my alarm goes off cause I need that to get up. And as soon as I get up before I put my foot on the floor, so I may be sitting in my bed, but before I stick my foot on the floor, I express thankfulness for something, whatever enters my mind. It could just be, thank you for this day. It could be, thank you for my wife. Thank you for my daughter. Thank you for my, I mean, you, you name it. I just try to say something so that the first thing that happens when I wake up is just an expression of gratitude. And then I hop on the floor and start doing my day. Mm -hmm. To me, it's, it's gotta be before I hit the floor. <laughs> right. the ground right. running, right? As they say. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a beautiful practice. There's, there, there's a beautiful practice of stews that you can certainly adopt. It's beautiful, but it takes intention. You have to purposefully, until it becomes a habit, if it's not already part of your life. How about something as simple as a blessing? And different religious connotations to that, maybe, and different faith practices. Uh, you know, grace at a meal is probably a, the most one of the most typical forms of blessing, bless the meal. But how often do we even bless our home? We bless our work. How often do we bless each other, certainly our children? And maybe it isn't necessarily demonstrative, although that's really beautiful as well, where you literally do it verbally and, and you might have motions that you use to do that as well. But if even if not that, just a, a consciousness of, of a blessing to pass that along. And that can be to someone that's not in your space by any means. I mean, just like a prayer that goes up for someone, that's a blessing. 
that they, they don't have to be close to you. They don't have to be in the same room they, and nothing like that. But it's that intention of your heart toward that person or for the blessing on the space to just bring goodness and the energetic, whole energetic realm. It all works together. It matters. You may not see it. You may not be able to put your fingers on it. You may not need to grab it, but it's part of the deal. It really is. We can't encourage you in that enough. So there it is. Practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. So this is the six for this week. Again, declutter, avoid the noise, keep only beautiful and useful things, let go of what you are used to, take a nap on Sundays, and lastly this week, practice gratitude. So we would love to hear your stories. If those kinds of things that you just say, I could probably try that. How about try one of these 12 a month, even if you're kind of hesitant? Maybe that might work for you to sort of put your toe in the water. I don't know. Just pick a, pick a system, pick an approach. But we'd love to hear your stories. So there you have it. There's our part one of simplifying life in this episode. And now we finish, as always, let me just share with you our Mystic McNugget. This happens to have come from yours truly this week. A lot of times we'll quote some wow, other folks. two weeks in a row. We <laughs> okay. Mac, we, this legitimate is a Mac. Mac Nuggets. This is a Mac. Here we go. Let the universe crumble you so that it can refashion an impeccable you. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh that's good. You know, when you're cooking, I, think I need to see a meme or something on a shirt or a hat with that. Not, maybe not a hat. It's a little bit too long, but shirt, that would be good. That's going to come. Think about crumbling. We use that in cooking all the time. You crumble stuff up, right? Well, you crumble yes. it because in its form that you took it out of the package is not usable in that form. You've got to get it into some smaller pieces that can be formed into something else. So the crumbling is good, gang. The crumbling is good, Rogers. Let it, let it happen. And then, we use this term all the time, then strap in for the immaculate, beautiful, exotic way that you can be refashioned. Because it can certainly happen, and it's beautiful when it does. So that's us. I love us. that one, Mac. Yeah, yeah th- thanks for sharing that one. It's That's a beautiful McNugget. It's good. So that's it for this episode, Rogers. We appreciate you all as always, and we'll say goodbye, and we will see you on the next one. Yes, take care, everybody. Okay, all of you Rogers, it's Mac here, and you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms, and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.